Hello and welcome to episode 50 of In The House Sports with Jay. And Jay, hello from Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Welcome. Yes, episode 5-0. Thought I'd change it up. Yeah, you caught me off guard there with that intro there. Wow, yeah, episode 50. Today we've got to 50. We've got almost to a full year of In The House Sports with Jay and Jay. It is Saturday, April 3rd, 2021. And guess what, Dad? I planned this podcast so that the 50th ANA inspiration would be taking place during episode 50. It is wow, good timing. It, it is the 50th playing of the ANA inspiration. Um, it's been on the LPGA tour since two uh, since 1972. Uh, more on that coming up later, but uh, it's pretty good planning. If it, if it wasn't COVID. We could be as a family in Palm Springs right now. We, you and I, instead of sitting in the basement, could have been in Rancho Mirage watching that, live LPGA. Golf, that's so. a whole other discussion. Um, I'd love, Another I'd time. love to, I'd love to go watch this tournament live. We went one time. We went what three years ago. We saw, I think, the number one player, Aria Jutanagarn, at the time. We saw, I think, we saw Julie Ingster. She was putting the legend in women's golf, and uh, yeah, I remember seeing her, and I saw. Another golfer, Christina Kim. It was it was fun. It was a fun tournament to go to. I remember the one one more memories. I remember we um we didn't even need to get tickets. Like we somehow drove into somewhere where you could just kind of like we had tickets. We had tickets, but like I don't know. It was like there was no like t- I don't even know what happened. Anyway, and then I remember do you remember when that when one of the golfers made like a forty foot putt? Do you remember that? I remember one golfer made like a forty foot, just drained it. It was awesome. Uh, we got a lot of good names and. Uh, on top, but we're going to get to that later. Let's get started with some more. We have got lots news. of interesting stuff and uh, lots of little new stuff. And we won't start off any with any big stories, but Jacob, have you heard of the BAL? It's the new Basketball Africa League. Yep, I've heard of it. That is debuting on May 16th. So it's it's all new and all the games are going to be played in Kig. It's spelled K-I-G-A-L-I, Kigali, Rwanda. It's 12 teams. From across, from across Africa, and they're all going to be playing because of COVID in one uh, arena called the Kigali Arena. And they're going to be playing 26 games, and the finals is going to be on May 30th. And uh, this is the NBA's first collaboration to operate a league outside of North America. So, yeah, that's kind of pretty cool. I mean, teams include Algeria, and you've got a team from Cameroon, Egypt, Madagascar, uh, Morocco, Mozambique. Uh, those are just some of them. So, uh, you know, we've followed the KBO in the past, and uh, now we've got another league to, to follow. So uh, the NBA has really spread its wings, and uh, um, this has probably been in the making for some time. So pretty cool, actually. So these are like local. How many of these players might end up in the NBA one day? Well, it's interesting to see that. It's going to be interesting to see um, who these guys are, how young are they, you know, if they're 15, 14-year-olds playing. And yeah, they're going to be on the radar of these NBA scouts. I do know a lot about this league. Like, is it going to be a lot? Is it like up and comers or is it like established players? No, I think it's up and comers. I, be- I believe. I don't know if they're as young as fourteen or fifteen, but we'll follow and and follow and get back to our listeners on this uh, soon. But um, and it's like it's for local local players of that country. It's not like it's like a new. That's right. Country. It's not like there there won't be any Canadians in it. That's right. right. There's no U.S. Okay, it's local. It's Africa Basketball Association. So pretty cool, and. So we will follow that. I think that's, that's pretty cool. The new BAL, kind of like that, the ball. 
and I just want I just looked before we did our broadcasting. I was kind of interested to know when the KBO was starting up. Now, for many of our listeners, the KBO was about the only league we were following a year ago at this time because uh, of COVID. There was no uh, North American sports going on, but it was the, the Japanese baseball league was going on. Or sorry, the Korean. That's what the K is, the Korean Baseball Organization. They had their first game when? Yesterday. Oh, wow. Yeah, so uh, we'll see if the NC Dinos uh, repeat as champions. And uh, Jamie Romack of the NC, what was it? The NC uh, Dinos. NC Dinos, if he's back. I believe he's back this year. So uh, we'll be following uh, the KBO and the new BAL. So two leagues that uh, us as North American can follow uh, as we move, move along uh, with our North American sports. So, yeah, pretty cool. Well, that's really, really neat. Um, and I'm looking forward to seeing if, you know, any of those guys go in to the NBA um there are a lot of good um a lot of good golf tournaments this week we're gonna jump over to that um a lot of good golf tournaments especially uh, as well in women's golf this week uh you got the augusta women's uh the augusta women's amateur and uh, you got number one ranked female amateur in the world rose Zhang. she is 17 years old committed to stanford next year she is last time i checked this is after 11 holes being played right now at Augusta National Golf Course, the second playing of this tournament. She tied for the lead, and it's amazing. You know, you see a lot of these players. I know Lydia Ko went on the LPGA Tour when she was about 15 or 16, but she's going to Stanford next year. I think she'll probably defer going pro, probably will go pro, uh, but it's a good tournament. I love watching this tournament on TV. Again, the best amateurs. You have amateurs 16 to 21, and an amazing collaboration with Amateur Golf and Augusta National Golf Club. Tomorrow, they have the Drive, Chip, and Pot National Finals taking place at Augusta National. So that's a lot of youth, uh, the, the top youth golfers in the world. They have the driving competition, chipping competition, and a putting competition. You can catch that on Golf Channel tomorrow. And some of those golfers that compete in the tournament end up going and playing like in this Augusta Women's Amateur or the U.S. Amateur or other amateur events or even go professional. So it's really, really interesting. And then another tournament that I want to discuss really quickly is the, again, the ANA Inspiration. Great tournament in Rancho Mirage played at Mission Hills Country Club. And uh, right now, after two rounds, we have Patty Tavitanikit, who is the leader from Thailand. She's currently leading that tournament at nine under, and she is an LPGA Tour rookie. Uh, she played at UCLA, played on the Symmetra Tour, which is, I think, the equivalent to the Corn Ferry Tour on the PGA Tour. She was second last year, and she's been excellent this year, so she has a chance to win. And listen to this story. Shen Shen Feng from China. She is in second place. So I was watching coverage of this event yesterday and on Thursday. Uh, Shen Shen Feng has not played since the final PG LPGA Tour event since 2019, so she took like a year off because of COVID. And uh, I don't know. If she, I don't think she had it, but just she didn't play any tournaments, and she's in second place. Wow. So what a return! Like For Shen 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 Feng, yes. And then you in third place right now, Moria Jutanagarn, uh, her sister Aria Jutanagarn, as I mentioned before, former number one ranked player in the world. A lot of other good names as well. Stacy Lewis from the United States, she's currently seven under on her round, a few back. Um, and then Lydia Ko, as I just mentioned minutes ago, um, she's a major champion, five under, Indy Park. Minus five, and then Sophia Popoff, who won recently, minus five. So a lot of good names. Jin Young Ko, a major champion. Miram Lee, who won the, who won the tournament last year. Go on. What do you? I want to I want to move up and see how the Canadians are doing. Okay. Uh, sorry, I just was. You're like 
never mind. Brooke Henderson, uh, two under from Canada. She made the cut, and she was the only Canadian that made oh, the cut. Um, but again, as we were talking, Michelle Wee West, she ended up not having. She had an, had a great oh, first round two under. She shot a seventy nine to miss the cut yesterday, and um, that's what's going on with that tournament. Again, as I mentioned in September when they played this event earlier, the winner jumps into this pond. It's called Poppy's Pond. It's this little like little pool they have. Uh, and the winner jumps in them and their caddy and some of their team. It's fun. It's a great, it's fun to see. And it's, it's awesome. As we were discussing, it'd be cool if they jumped, we are talking about players falling into the 17th hole at TPC Sawgrass, but, uh, it's going to be a good tournament. We're going to see who's going to win a lot of big names up there. And, uh, I'm really looking forward to it as you can probably tell. Yeah. Well, we'll be watching that later. The, the, uh, the leaders don't even tee off for another couple hours. So we will definitely be following the LPGA as the day and the weekend continues on. Now I've got a little bit of golf as well but let's come back to golf uh, a little bit of baseball uh top major league baseball jerseys were announced this week and uh we've discussed this a little bit you've got a lot you got mookie Betts, number one cody bellinger from the dodgers number two fernando tatis put up in the padres harper from the uh, phillies kershaw for the dodgers three of the top five for los angeles dodgers so you know it's interesting and then you've got some people say the best player in baseball, he's at number 10. Uh, that's Mike Trout. And he sits one behind Kiki Hernandez, an ex-Los Angeles Dodger. He's now with the Red Sox. Uh, people wonder how Kiki can be ahead of Mike Trout. You have the best player behind Kiki. I guess this Kiki, I think, was a fan favorite of Los Angeles. Um, he's kind of, I guess, a pretty outgoing guy, kind of a fun guy. So I guess not just his baseball skills, but he does off the field as well. But lots of Dodgers here. I don't see in the top 20, I see no Toronto Blue Jays. And you got to think with these young Blue Jays coming up that somehow they can maybe crack the top 20, but they are Canadian. And uh, so they, people from the States aren't so buying them. The argument that I have again for the Dodgers is that, you know, you, you often see if you're going, you're walking around, uh, you know, like in the United Anywhere. States, a subway station, there's always people who have two hats. Those are the New York Yankees logo and the LA Dodgers logo. I think the, the Yankees more. And it's surprising who's the highest. Is, it, is there's one? Is there one Yankee? Oh, Aaron Judge, number six. Uh, Garrett Cole's on here too. Oh, Garrett Cole as well, number what? Fourteen. It says. Yeah, uh, yeah. But it's interesting because sometimes I go and I ask people. I'm like, so are you a Yankees fan? And they're like, no, I just like the hat. It's the same thing. Those teams are old in baseball. Their logos are so famous. The simple NY. It's nice black, white, or 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 blue, white um, logos for the Dodgers. But uh, people love LA. You know, big market teams. Uh, so. You know, Toronto, yeah. I'm not sure. They, you know, you need to get a superstar. But Mike Trout, it's interesting. The number one player in baseball, he's also in playing a lot. I think they they play in Anaheim, Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Interesting they've been, they've been bad there. for several years now. They've been bad, so people aren't buying them. You're not productive on the field. You're not as popular. It's pretty, pretty, uh, uh, you know, it equates that way. I went to the dog park yesterday morning. I was early there in the morning. Went for a walk with our dog, our statistician, Wrigley, and... Within about half an hour, I saw two Montreal Expo um, baseball caps, still popular. They've been out of baseball since since uh, since, they, since they moved to Washington in about year 2000, and they still remain very popular uh, as a as a logo and uh, and people like to to uh, watch the uh, or buy the Montreal Expo. So uh, number 20 on this list, Pete Alonso of the Mets. So you got a few Mets at the bottom of the list. You got some Cardinals sprinkled in here. You got some Braves sprinkled in here. But yes, three of the top five uh, from the Dodgers. Clayton Kershaw, number five. And by the way, he got a bit of a 
he got beat up on the first game for the Dodgers. They lost to Colorado in the first game. So his ERA is about 10 right now. So I'm sure that'll come down. Nice. Now, uh, just, just, you know, we spoke, you're a big Mike uh, Trout fan, but uh, you know, these are names to follow. They're coming up. They've been coming around since about 2017. You got Juan Soto. I think you like him, Jacob, as well from Washington. Uh, you got the billion dollar Fernando Tatis Jr. from San Diego and uh, Ronald Acuna Jr. from Atlanta. So those are three big names where I think might be taking over soon for, for Trout as best player in baseball. Well, it's interesting because people have discussed for Mike Trout, he's you know also on pace or if he keeps playing for another 10 years, he could t- potentially be there saying one of the greatest baseball players ever to play. Juan Soto, like best player, uh, definitely I've heard his name is coming up as well. Um, and then you said Acuna, he's a, he's a fan favorite. Um, Tatis Jr. And Tatis Jr. You know, like these guys are fun. They have, they have people love like their, their, uh, you know, their, their flowing, their flowing hair. Like the, even something as simple as the hair, like Bo Bichette, people like him because of the, his yeah. flow. It's just like a you know, nice marketing tool. And people really like those kinds of aspects. Yeah. These, these young players who are, are great for bait are great for baseball. But um, I wonder if uh, any of those Blue Jay players could break in. Could Bo Bichette be a, a a top player one day? People are uh, saying Bo Bichette could lead. I've read predictions that he could lead the MLB in hits this year. That was a prediction made by somebody on ESPN. Um, I don't think he's had a hit yet. So far in one and one third game so far, he does not have a hit. It's off to uh, a great start. So uh, we'll follow the Blue Jays. I just want to say, you know, the Blue Jays, they talk, about, uh, they talk about their hitting, their pitching. We'll see if it's good enough this year to get them into the playoffs. But they talk about Guerrero. They talk about Biggio. They talk about Bichette. But I think their number four hitter, Teoscar Hernandez, uh, could be the best Blue Jay, the most productive. He doesn't get talked about as much. Uh, Montoya, their manager, is counting on him. He's batting fourth. He had a great first game. So uh, we will follow. We mentioned these great players, but Teoscar Hernandez of the Blue Jays, certainly a player to follow. And lastly, before I let you carry on, the Toronto Blue Jays home games this year are going to be uh, carrying on at their spring paint uh, training park in Dunedin, Florida, at least for the first two months, at least. And then after that, they might be going back to where they played last year, Buffalo at TD Park. They say in Florida gets too hot. There's rain and too humid. So they might be moving to Buffalo, but they will be there for the first couple of months. So we got the um, we got the uh, Florida Blue Jays followed by the Buffalo Blue Jays hoping to one day return to Toronto if that happens this year. So go Blue Jays. And uh, yeah. Love watching baseball again. Let's talk a little bit about basketball because Grant Hill, I don't know if you saw this, is going to be the new, one of the new, I don't know what his position, I need to get the credentials, what they're called. He's going to be called the managing director of USA Basketball. He's replacing Jerry Colangelo after the Tokyo Olympics. Colangelo has been with, I think, United States Basketball since about 2005. Uh, Colangelo now is about 81 or something years old. And uh, if you want to learn more about Jerry Colangelo, there's an awesome podcast you can listen to as well uh, called the Re- called the Dream Team Tapes, The Redeem Team. And it features, I think, Jack McCallum, if that's his name, uh, who wrote the book The Dream Team that I just read. It's an awesome book. Um, but it talks about kind of Colangelo in the 2008 Olympics. But uh, Grant Hill, uh, I didn't. you didn't really – play when i when i yeah. started following basketball i think yeah. maybe we went to a phoenix suns game and he was on phoenix when we were playing but what happened to him he had some like lots of injuries i believe it was his ankle multiple surgeries but like was uh, he gonna be one of like the greatest players of all uh, time yeah yeah, yeah i would say so he uh highly skilled and uh, and uh and had a great career if you look at all his career highlights there it's a long list but unfortunately uh, lots of injuries uh in the last half of his career he managed to make it from 94 all the way to 
Um, what was the last year he played? 94 all the way to 2013. 2013. That's so. pretty good, but I guess he's le- like he was less good, right? You know, I guess we're looking at his stats right now. He went from uh, from lead from I, I don't know if he, I think he might have even led the NBA in 1999-2000 with Detroit, 25.8 points per game, and then all of a sudden he kind of slowly started to slip. Um, but yeah, Grant Hill, did you? I didn't know this, but he was. I think he's like a part owner of Atlanta. Did you know that? No, did not know. I that. think I think so. Yeah, it says. Yeah, I think he, he he's part of an ownership group. So that's really exciting for him. That's a major role. You know, USA Basketball, of course, have been around in association with the NBA since 1992 or before that for the Barcelona Olympics. But uh, it's going to be really, really interesting. You didn't want to have the same position with Canada, Canada's basketball team? I think that'd be kind of <laughs> random, you know, from Dallas, Texas. And I think that'd be kind of, I think that'd be kind of random, but that's pretty cool. I saw that today. That's announced today. Okay, that's cool. Um, that's big news. And um, yeah, so, so that's cool. And then also in terms of basketball on the basketball subject, the space jam two trailer is out. Um, shout out to Roberto for sending that to us. And um, I haven't seen it. I don't think I want to see, cause I don't want to spoil it, but I love these NBA players in these movies. Remember uncle drew, that was a good movie with Kyrie and, I don't. Was that not Kevin Love was in that? I'm not sure. Anyway, but it's gonna be. I'm excited to see see Space Jam. It's coming to HBO and um, theaters. Theaters we as well. Them. So that'll be a bit. will be a huge. We're gonna have to see. I don't know if we get. I don't know. We'll have to. If we don't go to the theaters, we're gonna have to try to. I want to see Space Jam too. But it's gonna be really exciting. They announced a trailer, and uh, it's gonna be really good. Now, just a little bit about basketball here. Uh, our Raptors, the uh, champions, just two years ago. They managed to win only one game in the month of March. One game, they had one win. The I think it was eighteen losses. Wow! They have been struggling. They didn't do well. The uh, trade trade deadline. I must say this: uh, Ter- Terrence Trent Jr. Gary 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 Trent Jr. has been he's been doing pretty well. He was he was traded for Powell, um, and of course went to Portland. But the Raptors yesterday at one time during the game against Golden State was winning by 61 points in the third quarter. That's I mean, that's insane. just a bit of a, now granted uh, a lot of injuries for Golden State. Um, I don't know what it really means. They're playing against a minor league team. So I'm just, but still to be up by 61 and um, after having a terrible month of March, uh, are they going to go all of April with only doing, do a flip the counter, only lose one game and win the rest? Well, I'm not so sure about that. So we'll follow that. But, just to say 61 points up, wow. Uh, in the NFL, starting next year, Jacob, the uh, NFL is going to be playing four games at neutral site areas, including Europe, places in Europe, Mexico, South America, uh, United Kingdom. Um, and I think, well, I think Canada as well. Wow, really? Where are they playing in Canada? Uh, they haven't announced yet. I mean, they've had games in uh, the uh, in Toronto before, um, but they're really spreading their wings. NFL. I think they're really good about doing things like that. Um, so we'll be watching for the Los Angeles Rams playing against the Minnesota Vikings, perhaps one day at McMahon Stadium in Calgary. Duh, 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 duh. Uh, well, I don't know if that's going to happen, but I guess uh, I guess you never know. So uh, good for the NFL to be spreading their wings. Um, Jacob, we both read about Aaron Rodgers in the NFL. The Green Bay Packers quarterback will be hosting Jeopardy starting this Monday for two weeks. Wow. And, and we've talked about him doing this uh, several episodes back. 
Uh, apparently, he's been a big Jeopardy fan for for many many uh, years, and he's met met Alex Trebek. Apparently, he has watched hours and hours and hours of episodes, um, and has taken pages and pages of notes on this. Really trying to learn uh, from Alex uh, his way of um, reading the questions, and when and when and when the contestants get questions right or wrong. So we'll look we'll look to see how Aaron. I think he'll do a good job. Seems like uh, he's probably. Uh, uh, be a good it's gonna be a, TV. So, I think so he's, be, I think taking, he's taking a lot of notes, but like learning, he's taking it, he's taking it seriously. He's he's like, is he writing down notes? Barely. Not, because like, there's no problem with that, but like, he can't, he's not going to bring the notes up when he's doing it. You have to be right on the oh, spot. Yeah, the oh moment. yeah. But he's been practicing. Like he's been practicing for, his, uh, his, uh, his reading skills, reading a lot of, yeah. I mean, just how to podcasts. react and, and welcome the contestants and how to react. And, uh, I guess we'll see. Turn it in. Aaron, set, you know what? Set your PBR. Maybe he'll, after this, maybe it'll go so well, he could become the next host of that show. You could be seeing Aaron Rodgers in a suit and tie for the rest of his career instead of a Green Bay Packers uniform. Well, maybe. You know what? I'd rather see Aaron Rodgers as, uh, I think, Jeopardy is watching him on the field. I'm tired of him on the field. Oh, man. Ooh, uh, sorry about that uh, to my uh, nephew, Joshua, in Toronto. But it's true. Uh, Buffalo Sabres snapped an 18-game losing streak this last week in the NHL. So congrats to them for finally winning. Uh, Jacob, you and I not only follow the PGA, but we follow the Corn Ferry Tour as well. Uh, the Corn Ferry is the league, if you want to call it, below the PGA. And Adam Svensson of Canada won last week. He did play in the PGA in 2019. And with his win last week, he won $100,000. So it's so interesting that these guys work so hard to get on the PGA. The league below, the winner gets $100,000, which is a nice pay for a weekend. But just to get from that league and then finally get to the PGA. But once you get to the PGA, and he's a good example, you have to hold on to your. Don't cards. get me. Don't get me started about the women's. About the women's, the highest level, they get. They get. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's just yeah. You're right. Males. So, uh, and that's the top women's league in the world. Yeah, that's so, a whole other issue. That's a whole other issue. But to, just to these guys work so hard to get to the PGA, and not only are the paydays better than the PGA, but you have to you have to do well to stay up there. Uh, Adam Svensson, as we speak, is playing again this week. And is in the top 10 as we speak as well. So we'll follow uh, Svensson and Pendrith and McDonald. We've got some up-and-coming uh, Canadians, so we'll follow them. Um, your man, Rory McIlroy, by the way, ja Jacob, last week, in the match play last week, uh, Jacob does like Rory, suffered his worst match play loss in 10 years when he played Ian Poulter in the first round, 6-5. and five. Yeah. Any comments on your, on your buddy Rory? So he's going through a lot of swing changes and stuff. He's got an, or he's getting, he got a brand new, he's getting a brand new coach, Pete Cowan. Um, I don't know. He's kind of, he's kind of struggled over the past. Maybe he's, I'm not sure. He's, you know, he's has a kid. He's, he's married and he has other responsibilities and he's done a lot in his career. I still think he has a chance. And the Masters is next weekend. I'm gonna segue into that if you, if I can. And as we discussed in set anyway, but Rory, he has a good chance to win. It's his. It's, I think it is his. I'm trying to think how many. This is his. He, be, he keep talking about when's he gonna win the Grand Slam. This is his. Uh, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. Seventh chance to complete the career Grand Slam, and Rory. Seventh chance to to win the career Grand Slam after winning the PGA Championship in two thousand fourteen. Uh, he's won all three of the other majors. He's never won. Never the won the Masters. Masters. He has a chance. Years. But Dustin Johnson is your winner last of the last year's event, and he picked out his menu. And we discussed this last year in November. I don't know if you, if you guys remember. If you guys have been listening to, or if you all been listening to In the House Sports with J and J since November, you'll remember we talked about the menu. So Dustin Johnson, Dallas, what do you think about this menu? You got 
appetizers, pigs in a blanket, and lobster and corn fritters. Uh, then you got the first course of house salad and Caesar salad. You got some family style sides, mashed potatoes, I know you like, and spring vegetables. Main course of filet mignon and miso marinated sea bass. And then a dessert of peach cobbler and apple pie with vanilla ice cream. So what's your highlights and what's something that you're not even going to touch on that menu? Well, I would be asking for extra mashed potatoes based on what you just described. And I'd be asking for my meat medium well. So I'd be very satisfied with the meat and the mashed potatoes. And uh, I would be passing off my salad to you. Uh, well, I haven't been eating a lot of salad lately. Not a, I, I've been eating, you know, not a, I don't know if I, I've been eating on a Caesar salad lately. Um, but uh, I like, I like pigs in a blanket. Like that's good. You can see like, you know, chowing down on a few of those before the, the, the meal starts. Um, and then not, the dessert, not the biggest peach cobbler apple pie fan, but Dustin Johnson doing well with a nice simple meal. I thought you would like it. Um, I do of, like the dessert Of course, if well. you don't remember, Tiger Woods, after winning the Masters in 2019, he served sushi, fajitas, and then churros. So completely different. But uh, this is what I got. I, I did my menu, and then I wrote one for you, Dad. So, okay. so I got my first course would be, well, appetizers, we probably have some kind of potato knishes. I like the pigs in a blanket, chicken wings. That'd be a good starter. Um, and then the first course would have Italian meatball wedding soup. Nice. Like Eastside Mario style. <laughs> so good. Then we got some pepper, tomato, cucumber salad. That's a salad that I like. Get some salt and pepper on that. The main course would be pizza and macaroni. Nice kind of nice pasta. You get like the macaroni noodles or like the spiral noodles. And then some nice chicken on the side. And then dessert, we'd have a bunch of mixtures. We got some gooey chocolate chip cookies. And then a bunch of sour candy. Get Skittles, Sour Patch Kids. I'm sure uh, Jack Nicholas would be chowing down on the Sour Patch Kids. Um, but dad, you got to hear what I got for okay, you. Okay, what do you got? Okay, we got our advertiser. We're starting off with the carriage show scotch broth okay, soup. check. And uh, it's also chicken noodle soup. We got some tomato soup as well, so people can pick three soups. You got also mini PB&J and grilled cheese sandwiches as well. Nice appetizer. Nice. Yeah, then we go right into that. We know salad because we know you don't like salad, but don't worry. Salad. We got Maybe. so many peas. It's going to be a joke. We got peas and we got carrots, cooked carrots. Mashed potatoes, mashed potatoes galore, and then New York strip steak for everybody. And then for dessert, we got nice cheesecake and strawberry shortcake. Sounds good to me. Let's go. Is there anything that I'm missing? Uh, yeah, the dessert. I there's multiple desserts. Uh, I think that's I think that's good choices. The soup, the grilled cheese, the tomato soup, uh, the 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 soup. Sorry, sorry, the steak, the mashed potatoes, and yeah, lots of peas. Those are green peas, by the way, folks. And uh, yeah, let's. Uh, I guess we need to practice our golf and win a Masters so we can get uh, invited to that exclusive club. And uh, it's super. It's, it's going to be super exciting. Again, so many players. Uh, and of course, as we were talking about the match play last week, if I could just finish talking about that, because um, we were talking about last week, Billy Horschel beat Scotty Scheffler, who I had winning the tournament in the final. Billy Horschel, big win for him. He'll be going to Augusta, and uh, they everybody's qualified except for the winner of this week's PJ Tour event. That is one of the final. Um, qualifying events, and uh, Cameron Tringali currently looking for that spot in Augusta. He's leading. Oh, he's leading right now? Yeah, Cameron Tringali from the United States. Jordan Spieth, two back. He's back, baby. Oh, yeah. I was going to ask you, who's more back? I was going to ask you the question. Who's more back, Jordan Spieth or Bianca Andreescu, who's currently playing right now in the Miami Open Final? We'll talk about her. i got to give a shout-out to Andreescu because I've been harping on her that she has been playing uh, very good tennis this week. 
Uh, we're actually PBRing it. So I know she was down one set, but we will not look to see how she's doing. But um, we'll have to see who's more back, Jordan Spieth or Bianca Andreescu. Jacob, uh, I'll throw this name out. I think that Sergio Garcia is going to have a good Masters. Did he play in it? What turn? He did not play in it last year because he got COVID. Right. That's right. That seems like it was a year ago. It was only six months ago or five months ago. But uh, there I'm throwing out a name. Who, who comes to your mind? I like Sergio. Who do you like? Uh, honestly, there's so many guys that could contend. You know, you got Bryson DeChambeau, and you talked about this last year saying, oh, it's a par 67 for him. Of course, Dustin Johnson uh, hasn't been quite as sharp as he was last year at this time. Uh, Justin Thomas is a good name. You know, honestly, I don't want to get nailed down to any player. That's I'm fine. really Who excited. Who do you like outside the top five? You just mentioned the top five golfers. Bryson DeChambeau, I think it's five. Yeah, no. Who do you um, like in the top to, you know, ten through twenty or ten. Scotty Scheffler, maybe Scotty, he could have okay. a, He could make some make some yeah. noise, and I think Sergio's a good pick considering he won a few years ago and he's been playing very well lately. Lee Westwood as well. He has such good history with this event, and he'll be playing in it. Uh, I honestly cannot wait. Uh, first major of the year. You have these awesome events at Augusta National weeks prior, as I was mentioning the um, what's it called the women's uh, Augusta Women's Amateur and the tri Drive Trip and Putt. It's going to be so good. I cannot wait for the coverage. It's going to be super good. Man, it's just great time of year. Yeah. Yeah, looking forward to it for sure. I'm just getting a Toronto Blue Jays update. They are in the top of the fifth, and uh, Simeon just hit a uh, homer to left field. The Blue Jays are down three to two. Just getting a little quick update on that. We're not looking at the tennis update. We'll see if they're playing in the third set right now or not. You're looking? Don't be looking. I'm not looking. Uh, so, yeah, this is In the House Sports with J&J. Jacob, episode number 50. Wow, wow. it means COVID has been I – mean, we started Guess doing what? this at the beginning of Just COVID. Just thought of this. Mookie Betts, number one on the list, number 50. Jersey number 50. So, wow. we can just plan this episode perfectly. Anyway, thanks for listening. Next week, we're going to have to discuss the winners of this Augusta Women's Amateur. Any NA inspiration will be two rounds into the Masters Tournament for this year. Wow, it is just such a good time of, of year, good sports, and uh, that's all. Enjoy the uh, pa the end of Passover to our listeners, and enjoy your Easter weekend. Thanks for listening to In the House Sports with Jay and Jay.